0: it's all right, riding around in the breeze, well, it's all right, if you live the life you please, well, it's all right, doing the best you
1: can. Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk 1150. Beautiful fall day here today and a great day to talk with Susan Thixton who we'll bring on in just a couple minutes. She's our guest. She is the founder of TruthAboutPetFood.com, and we're going to be talking today about her, a couple of her most recent posts, uh, mostly centering around um, China and the challenges that sourcing from China and manufacturing from China bring to our pets here in the U.S., before we start talking with Susan, though, I'd like to thank our proud partners, the Natural Pet Pantry. NaturalPetPantry.com is where you can find them online. They have the best raw and cooked food diets for dogs and cats, and also All the Best Pet Care. You can find them online at AllTheBestPetCare.com, and you can see where all of their 10 stores are around Western Washington. So, let's uh, bring Susan on the line. Susan Thixton, welcome back to the show. Susan, are you there? Hi, Susan, are you there? I am. <laughs> Excellent. Great to have you back on the show today. Um, always, Always a pleasure to talk to you about one of my... Favorite and least favorite topics at the same time.
2: <laughs> no, it can be that way, can it? <laughs> yeah. Pet <Yeah. laughs>
1: food. You know, I was just talking with a um, one of our partners, uh, locally made raw and cooked food company, the Natural Pet Pantry, and we were talking about um, the importance of sourcing food locally, um, not just making the food locally, but actually having the ingredients coming from the U.S. as well. And uh, you know, we were sort of talking about that and more about that topic off air with one of the owners I was talking with randy and um and then you had these these most recent articles posted on your website about um one in particular about fish and how fish is processed in China, so it can be caught anywhere, but then it's shipped to China and then processed, and the sort of concerns and problems with that. And then you have um, another article about um, Black Friday for pets, um, which is really a cool idea as well. So I'm looking forward to kind of getting into that. Uh, Pull up your boots, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we we need as many people to become involved in that Black Friday for pets and and to be very vocal about it beforehand. Yeah. You know, I hope I hope Walmart goes, Whoa, look at all these people that are going to be at our stores when and asking our manager questions right. when we don't have time right. to be dealing with this. Yeah. Um and we don't want to answer these questions in public because yeah. they've got a new pet food out.
1: Mm, I'm sure and, it's I'm sure it's uh, of the highest quality too.
2: Oh wow. Well.
1: <laughs> That's sarcasm.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, I'm hoping that that they'll go, "Okay, you're right. We mm-hmm. should pull it." It it's interesting what I think that that we should sort of call their hand on with that is is that a baby formula was pulled nationwide within 5 hours. Of receiving a complaint Mm -hmm. five hours Mm -hmm. nationwide and it's been five years for these jerky treats
1: five years
2: five years the FDA issued their first warning Mm -hmm. about the jerky treats uh, imported from China Mm -hmm. five years ago
1: so let's take a step back and catch people up who maybe have no idea what we're talking about As far as what, you know, there's been a lot for people who follow this topic, there's been a lot of talk about recently about jerky treats and, um, you know, contamination and all that. So will you catch us up on what's going on, what's in the jerky treats, what's happened to pets as a result of this and sort of bring people up to speed in case they don't know really what we're talking about?
2: Well, there has been ongoing, there's been three warnings from the FDA in the last five years uh, warning consumers about the the risk of these chicken, it was just chicken, now it is including duck, uh, jerky treats that are imported from China, and there are numerous brands, Mm -hmm. part of the, the challenge for a pet owner Is that on the front of the bag? It'll say an American company, right? Or distributed by an American company. Yep. And in tiny print that you have to have a magnifying glass to read Mm -hmm. on the back, Mm -hmm. will say "Made in China." Right. So um, it's it's a challenge for one for pet owners. They know to be leery of China, but you, you know, unless it's clearly marked there's the first obstacle um, these treats and the, and the FDA too they they are trying to help get the warnings out uh, unheard of the FDA has released their um, some of their reports that consumers have reported deaths or illnesses and uh, that in in the middle of an investigation the FDA just doesn't release any information and they've done a data dump a couple times on these jerky treats in the last 18 months just reports to the fda there's been 360 deaths Mm. um again multiple different brands Mm -hmm. so it's it's a very serious issue there's been many many petitions of of pet owners pleading Mm -hmm. with the man, the man, and they're not manufacturers, they're importers.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: importers of these treats, which are some are huge corporations, um, and and they have pleaded, pet owners have pleaded with national retailers. I've called uh, PetSmart and Walmart corporate offices, had long talks with them, and and they just won't do it. They won't do it. But it, they need to, it, you know, 360 deaths related to the jerky treats reported to the FDA. If that were humans, those products would have been long ago. Mm-hmm. Something would have happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What's you know? in
1: them, Susan, that's killing? Do, you, do they know what it is that's in the treats that is killing pets? And how is it killing pets?
2: Well, I, we think it has something to do with the irradiation. These jerky okay. treats are, are treated with radiation um, in, to kill bacteria, but mm-hmm. um, history has shown and science has shown that products that are irradiated, you can alter the chemistry. There's very minimal ingredients in the treats, but um, it it can still alter the way these these few ingredients work together, or components of these ingredients work together, and that mm-hmm. is is what the feeling is now that it's something to do with glycerin. For one, glycerin in China has a a long and dark history. Um, you can find warnings. Glycerin is is an ingredient that's used, like, to make capsules for drugs,
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and
2: you can very easily find FDA warnings all over the Internet about drug manufacturers, you know, be very cautious of of ordering glycerin from China,
0: Hmm.
2: um, because they have contained ingredients that have killed people. Mm. So, um, and of course, this glycerin, since the products are made in China, the, the glycerin is sourced from China. Um, So right there, we don't know exactly what might be in the glycerin. And and from there, we don't know what the irradiation does to that glycerin.
1: Mm. Do they know um, what of those 360 reported cases, and so there are always more, that's just the the people who actually communicated to the FDA or who were able to identify that this was a result of the treats, of feeding jerky treats, um, what was there a common, a more common cause of death, like a kidney failure, or
2: you they're know, all kidney failure? They're all, they're kidney, all failure. kidney failure. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yes. It's it's called Falcone-like symptoms, and and unlike like the melamine in the 2007 mm-hmm. recall, yeah. again an ingredient from China, right? Um, they that formed crystals right. in in the dog's kidneys. Mm-hmm. This is is a blockage in the little tubules in the kidneys, mm. um, but it is not crystals.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So
2: we did uh, uh, a little dog in Alabama. Her name was Gigi. Mm. A, a year-and-a-half-old dog mm-hmm. died, and the owner very graciously donated Gigi's kidneys to mm. us, us being myself and Molly and different people that helped in on all of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Molly Morissette of Poison Pets. Mm -hmm. And we uh, sent the kidneys, Dr. Kathy Alanovi, a friend of mine, vet up in Indiana, uh, we did uh, the histopathology on the kidneys, and she wrote, the dog was 14 months old, and in the box for the age, she wrote 14 and forgot to write months. The, The pathology came back on this dog's kidneys, and they put 14 years, and it was basically her kidney's, Or that of a 14-year-old or older dog. Wow. Yeah. So whatever it is in there, Mm. it is doing some very serious damage to kidneys.
1: Well, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, We're talking with Susan Thixton, who's the founder of TruthAboutPetFood.com, a wonderful resource for pet owners, both dogs and cats, to kind of stay on top of this industry. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S.-sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burian shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry—it
3: just makes sense. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190 the acupuncture and sports clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer.
2: This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Canine Caviar, we cover the world of animals. This week, October 21st, it's the third Sunday of the month, and that means it's a Kevin and Kim Sunday. Always entertaining, Kevin McDonald and Kim Miller Medium and Animal Intuitive will host the show for me. First up, they'll be talking with Dr. Nels about his healing ministry for animals, and then open phone lines so Kim can help you talk with your animal or human loved ones on this side or the other. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on. Alternative Talk, AM
1: 1150.
3: Hi, I'm Pat Pauly, and I hope you listen to my brand new radio show, Get Active, at 1230 in the afternoon each Tuesday for ideas on how you can stay fit and active and connected to our community. Each week, we'll have a guest who knows in
1: depth about some activity you may be interested in. We'll cover everything from working out, sports, sailing, skiing, to bridge, dancing, volunteering, you name it. Again, it's Get Active at 1230 in the afternoon afternoon each Tuesday right
2: here at alternative
1: talk 1150. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of sensitive dog thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes in home lessons and evaluations and a two-week intensive training program called higher education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior, training, and nutrition specialist. www.sensitivedog.com.
0: Radio for your body, mind, and spirit. Alternative Talk, 1150.
1: Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m., We're back talking with Susan Thixton, who's the founder of TruthAboutPetFood.com. You can find her at TruthAboutPetFood.com, and you can also find her on Facebook as well. Great resource for pet owners to stay on top of the industry. Unfortunately, Susan, it is something that we have to do because um, it's changing so rapidly, and it's like companies are dropping like flies as far as their relationship with China. And whether it be in the manufacturing or the sourcing of ingredients, it seems increasingly harder and harder. Despite the recurring um, incidences of pets getting sick and dying from because of the something that a manufacturer in China has added in, or some process that they've done, or you know, it's like over and over and over and over again, this happens. And yet it continues to happen. And companies continue to sort of fall to um, having a working relationship with China. And most recently, you have um, two, two of your most recent posts, your two most recent posts on truthaboutpetfood.com. One is about fish in particular and the processing of fish. And another one is about uh, Black Friday for pets, which we will talk about a little bit later in the show, that Black Friday event. Um, but uh, so, you know, I mean, back from the 2007 uh, recall, that was massive. And, uh, you know, this flour essentially laced with melamine to increase its nitrogen content so that when tested, it passed as wheat gluten and not wheat flour. And they even did it um, to—they even uh, took this wheat flour laced with melamine and um, even passed it as rice flour in some situations as well. Um, Pets, dogs and cats, many, many dogs and cats died as a result of this because of crystallization in the kidneys. Now we have another. Uh, Our current issue is in jerky treats and um, both now chicken and duck, as you said, Susan, and it's in what we think is— Having to do with the irradiation process, which is essentially a preserving process or a sterilizing process, Susan.
2: Correct. Okay. Yeah. And they yeah. they
1: basically, I mean, they expose this meat to radioactive weight. I mean, what is irradiation?
2: radiation? Uh, it's uh, you know like X ray sort of. But, okay. Uh, it is using radiation to kill bacteria okay and and this one of the scary parts is the, the level the levels like a uh, uh, hundred times more right. than what is allowed uh, uh, radiation uh, on, in human food
1: well that's what i was going to ask you is this it's a process crazy. is this a process that is used in human in the human food industry Irradiation. Yes. it is yes
2: in, in in different different foods but uh, hum- i mean i don't like it at all. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think good manufacturing practices could go a long way
0: mm-hmm.
2: if we could get those implemented, stricter good manufacturing processes, mm-hmm. instead of having to go back later. Okay, it's got bacteria in it. We didn't do everything right. Right. So let's just zap it and destroy a lot of nutrient value in it. Yeah. Uh, With these jerky treats, it can be irradiated at a massively higher level than what human foods can be.
1: Yeah. I keep thinking about the old, like, I don't know if it was the first Superman movie when he's in his ice cave and it, like... I don't know, Eric probably knows this better, but it was like green, glowing green light. Kryptonite. Crypt- yeah, and it, every, he was dying, and
4: right. yeah. that's
1: what I think they're doing to these jerky treats. Yeah.
4: They're <laughs> using kryptonite on them? <laughs> well,
1: it, like, uh, just, I don't know, that's just this visual that I'm getting. Right. Like, they're irradiating the meat, and it's, you know, it's just crazy. Well, so and
2: then imagine the quality of this radioactive equipment in China.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: you know there there uh, you know my mind goes thinks of like a frankenstein kind of uh, mm-hmm. of a setup where it's you know home wiring and plugged in here and there right. and we there's just no quality control yeah. when the FDA was over there it's maddening that they did not recall one brand one of the companies that they did an inspection on jerky treat manufacturer in China, they falsified their documents on who they purchased their glycerin from. Mm. And there was no recall. Falsified documents would be foundation for a recall. Right. But the FDA did not. And we don't even know what company that was.
1: Right. It comes. It, I keep coming back to well, a lot of things, but the word trust is what I keep coming back to. And and that's something that is very, very hard to find these days with pet food companies. You know, companies that I have spoken with the owners in the past, you know, we've been on the air now for almost four years, um, who have all, you know, who have created these these great products. And then I find out that... You know, they say made in the USA, but that they're sourcing a lot of their ingredients from China.
2: And they will say that there's and many of the ingredients in pet foods that are sourced from China are vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. And they will say, well, we can't get them anyplace else. Mm-hmm. Well, <coughs> that's bunk. It is just absolute bunk. There might not be a cheap source for bulk ingredients anyplace else Uh, as like the fish incident the fish caught everywhere in the world right off of alaska yeah instead of it being processed in alaska by you know giving alaskans jobs yeah it is frozen shipped to china yeah uh, processed, shipped back because they are saving $0.60 cents a pound. Um, you know, I, I, I'm all for, I live on a very limited budget, and I'm all for trying to save money,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: there comes a point when you have to make this decision, is is health, my health, my family's health, my pet's health, worth saving money?
0: Right. And, and
2: if it was me, and I owned a pet food company, with the history of so many products from China being tainted. Yeah. And the list goes on for days. Yeah. I I couldn't do it. I, I could not do it. I try, even a, a T-shirt, I try not to buy anything yeah. from China.
1: And this brings something up to for me is, you know, where there is... I feel like the um, the public, the general public, and this is why education is so important because I would, you know, most people out there probably don't know the details of what goes on. Um, people probably most people hear about recalls, but they don't really know what it all means or why it happens or they just sort of accept it as um, just sort of part of what what happens with the pet food industry and what happens with the food industry as well. But that there is, you know, a lot of people are, they'll complain about price. And, you know, and I see this not as much with my client, with my clientele through dog training and behavior here in Seattle, not as much. But I do hear it's, you know, it is a concern of people like, oh, my gosh, you know, the food that I'm recommending is more expensive than their, you know, Grocery store bought big brand food or even their you know middle of the road brand food that's you know heavily processed like kibble or canned food or whatever and it's like but there's a reason why and and we just i just don't i can't continue to accept these products i mean it just it ha the demand has to stop, and there is i think consumer responsibility once people are educated to be mindful about what they do purchase because there's a lot of power for that. Obviously, there's a huge demand for the the um, least like uh, to bring the cost of food down. There's a huge demand for that. And that's why they're you know, that's why companies are drawn overseas because we, you know. So I think that there's some responsibility, a lot of responsibility in the consumers from the consumers um, side of the court as well. And what that then brings me back to is the matter of education, because most people just really don't know what's going on, which is why I we're I think we're gaining we're on it. Yeah.
2: I, I really do. I, I, you can see their advertising changing. That's how we know we're making some headway, mm-hmm. because they have shifted their advertising. Uh, it, it's still misleading, um, mm-hmm. and it's not portraying, you know, what... What those of us who know a lot of details, yeah. Uh, but they are shifting their edu- their 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 marketing towards this education that is out there, right? So we're gaining ground. Mm-hmm. We are gaining ground. I, I think it's and the internet has has helped us a great deal. People like you doing doing what you do, putting this on the air, um, that. I mean that is so valuable. It's a team effort.
1: Yeah. It's definitely it is.
2: a team effort.
1: It is. Let's talk more about this fish issue because this is a your top article currently on your website, truthaboutpetfood.com. Something very fishy. So, you know, I read the article and it's amazing that wherever in the world <laughs> I mean, there's a, further down in the article in um you're talking about a Scottish website, um, COD Caught off Scotland is being sent on a 10,000 mile round trip to China and back again to be filleted for supermarkets, shops, and chip suppers, uh, fish and chips. Um, so the fish is caught in North Atlantic, deep frozen, shipped to China for processing, um, then being refrozen and returned. And then you actually have some videos posted beneath this article, and you can see the difference in the color of the meat between that was
2: new zealand and you oh, know that? You have that image of new zealand of having the healthiest freshest, everything food yeah that's where i was totally blown away that they did it there too all over the world yeah um because china is cheap and and the the startling thing was that chemical right that uh they soak the fish in yeah that makes it heavier uh, thus it's it's more weight for that the consumers buying that they're selling. Right. The grocery store selling makes a profit for everybody. Yeah. I wish that one video that was produced in Israel. I wish <laughs> that could have been in English, <laughs> uh, because I think they gave some really mm. interesting information.
0: Mm-hmm. How
2: much liquid leaked out of each each of the the fish? It,
0: it's,
1: yeah.
2: it's horrible, and that is most of that information that I gathered. Was based on human food, mm-hmm. not pet food.
1: Mm-hmm. So the thing about the the fish thing with is that uh, you, when you're saying it's soaked in a liquid, it's um, STTP sodium tripolyphosphate. Correct. Um, let's uh, we're going to take a, a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more specifically about what they're doing in the processing. It's not just the difference between a Chinese person and a, a person of another ethnicity filleting the food and and just cutting the fish it's about other things that are happening to the meat while it's there so uh, stay tuned in we'll be back in just a few minutes you're listening to the dog show with julie forbes
3: on alternative talk 1150 do you have an injury old or new that won't heal are you fighting a colder illness you can't kick Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190 the acupuncture and sports clinic of Kirkland. heal faster, play longer.
4: Kemley Electric Incorporated is a full service electrical contractor. From simple home repairs to full remodels, new construction and small commercial projects. Our qualified electricians do it all. We pride ourselves on our workmanship and professional standards, delivered with value in mind. Located in historic Ballard, Kemley Electric serves the greater Seattle metropolitan area licensed, bonded, and insured. Kemley Electric welcomes all inquiries about your electrical needs. Visit the website KemleyElectric.com. That's K-E-M-L-Y electric.com.
3: Hi, I'm Susan Jacoby, your host with Conversations
1: That Heal. Conversations That Heal is a show that opens conversations to give hope and heal our hearts. I am a motivational speaker, an author, and an advocate for survivors of childhood trauma. For more about me and Conversations That Heal, please visit our website, ConversationsThatHeal.com. And tune in every Tuesday at noon on Alternative Talk 1150 for Conversations That Heal.
3: For home repair, remodel, and construction advice, ideas and stories, tune into Constructing Whatever. With over 40 years of combined experience, hosts Tim, Lynn, and Anna talk about whatever. From important need-to-know topics, taking your questions, latest industry news, and a whole lot of personality. Start your weekend with us, Constructing Whatever, every Saturday at 10 a.m. This week, October 20th, its sweetest day.
4: Saturday at 10 a.m specializing in spinal decompression, chiropractic, and physiotherapy. Dr. Justin Favreau and his team uses integrative evidence-based treatments to provide his patients with comprehensive care that works with the body as a whole connected system. Director of the Advanced Rehabilitation and Wellness Center, Dr. Favreau would love to find a solution for your symptoms of pain, numbness, and tingling, headaches, allergies, fatigue, and general malaise. Contact Dr. Favreau at 206-497-4962 or go to advancedrehabandwellness.com. That's advancedrehabandwellness.com.
0: Alternative Talk 1150 is on the interwebs. Dial us up at 1150kknw.com. dot com.
1: All right, welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. We're back with Susan Thixton, the founder of TruthAboutPetFood.com. Find her online at that website and also on Facebook. And on that note, be sure to like The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Facebook as well and become a part of the conversation in between our shows. We have a live show every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m., And then that show is rebroadcast on Sundays at 1. So two opportunities to listen on the radio. And we, as always, are archived online at dogradioshow.com and a free download from iTunes. And you can go back and also look up my other interviews with Susan Thixton. We've had a few now. And um, so we're talking uh, in the last segment, Susan, we left off talking about this particular treatment that uh, fish is getting from China. And um, what it is for, I mean, this information is important, I think, for people to have the, the specifics so that they're understanding in every situation. It's like, there's something like this that happens, you know, it, it over and over and over and over again. Oh yeah. They, you know, they soak. So in this case, they've, they take the fish meat and then they soak it in Um something called STTP, sodium tripolyphosphate. And what it does is, well, it says polyphosphates are legally permitted. And this is from your article, Susan, on your website. So you guys can look this up, truthaboutpetfood.com. It's the top post. Uh, Something very fishy is the title of the article. Uh, Polyphosphates are legally permitted additives that are widely used to aid processing or to improve eating quality. And I don't really know what that means. Eating quality is that like taste of many foods, or maybe tender. I'm tenderizing, maybe particularly meat and fish products. The main value of polyphosphates lies in improving the retention of water by the protein in fish, which makes the meat heavier, as you said. Um, in large quantities, STPP, STPP,
2: it's a mouthful.
1: Is a suspected neurotoxin as well as a registered pesticide and known air contaminant in the state of California okay neurotoxin toxic to the nervous system not good um and that this is and so there it goes on and there were you know i think there was something i read about where the meat was even being pounded to increase its its absorption of this chemical um and so this is like the type of thing that's happening is that it's it's just dishonest. So so they're soaking the mead in this chemical that's that's toxic to make it way more so that they can sell it, you know, it's it's all making more money. How can we make more money by like altering it's not the truth, you know. It's it's not like let's alter this so that we can make more money. Let's let's lace this wheat flour in 2007 with melamine to increase its nitrogen so that they think it's protein, but it's really not. It's like, it's not, you can't do that. Don't, and, and I don't know how many times is this going to have to happen before we stop sourcing, we just cut it off. Like how many pets are going to need to die? How many more? You yeah, know, how many sad. thousands more of people's pets are going to die as a result of the jerky treat that they were fed. I mean, this is all preventable stuff. It's ridiculous. And yet, you know, we still, like you said, Susan, we've got huge, our largest retail stores in the country still selling it to us. That's offensive. And we should not, as consumers, tolerate this. So,
2: Well, the the hard part uh, with pet food and human food as well is that the labels are not required to say this.
1: Right. People don't know.
2: Yeah, in Canada, from what I've read, uh if the fish was pro- processed in China, it has to say product of China, mm. but not in the US.
1: Me, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, and STP, STTP um might be listed. I've heard from some different people that they've seen it listed on labels. They've gone and looked now. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be listed because it can be considered a processing
1: it well and who who knows what STPP is I mean Correct. you know someone's gonna see that and okay well I don't know what that is I I assume it's safe
2: right
1: yeah but yeah. it's not so let's um, on that note there so what can we do um, one it's the power of what we buy so as consumers ask your pet stores any pet store you go to whether it be a neighborhood boutique store that um, you know, boasts natural products. There's still some of these products on those shelves. So ask you know it's important for all the retailers to hear this consumer concern. And it's important also in their inventory that they don't see these products be moving so that they'll be it'll be easier for them to stop carrying them. If the products are just sitting on the shelves not moving, then they'll be easier to pull.
2: and And if you see this is difficult to do, and sometimes it's, it's well-received and sometimes it's not. But mm-hmm. if you're in the grocery or Target or Walmart or Sam's Club and you see somebody buying those jerky treats, <laughs> tell them yeah. of the FDA warnings and tell them 360 dogs have died linked to these treats in the last 18 months.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, we've got to speak up sometimes. Uh, people get angry at you. I will warn everyone now. Mm-hmm. You know, people tend to get offended. I think they feel like you're placing judgment on them and mm-hmm. what they would give their dog. You're just doing it out of kindness, out of the possibility that they don't know. Right. And many, many people do not yeah. know about the jerky treat. And if and you get
1: no. an and if you get an angry response initially, and they buy it anyway, you never know. They, there's a good chance that they won't buy it again you know yeah. that that, that they'll kind of sit on that it that
2: looming question mm-hmm. in their head yep. that's right
1: and they might go and research it and find out oh my gosh that person was right i was a yes. jerk to that person but yeah, that person we've was right yeah
2: we got to speak up When you're in Walmart, I do it every time. I know the manager of my Walmart (laughs) Um, because every time I go in there, I ask to speak to the manager. You still got those treats there every (laughs) time I go in the grocery. I go up there and go, "Why don't you take them down?" I don't Mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. Well, they haven't issued a recall, Mm. so
1: yeah, you can take them down. Yeah. So there's an event. that you've got, which is your second article here, um, that you're really um, trying to spread the word about, this Black Friday for pets. And it's, it's you know, what we can do as consumers to make some noise, make more noise about this. Um, if you're thinking, well, what can I do? Just little old me. What can I do to, you know, impact this, this issue? So Black Friday for pets. So this is... Um, intended to happen on actual Black Friday, which is what is that November twenty third, twenty
2: third, I think, the mm-hmm. day after yep. Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, so it's the you know largest uh, shopping day of the year, and and um, so what you're inviting people to do is to um, show up at these stores and and um, like pick it.
2: Well, we're not going to say protest. We're not going to call it a protest. I but, said,
1: is picket um, protest? Yeah, I guess we, so. Huh?
2: <laughs> we are going to ask the manager of Walmart on their busiest shopping day of the year, when the media is there filming all the frenzy, we, gr- we are going to go in, and hopefully there's going to be pet owners everywhere doing the same thing,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: bothering the store manager. And we're going to ask them if Walmart cares about pets. Do you care about the safety of their pet products? And, of course, they're going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to remind them of an incident that happened in December of 2011, not even a year ago, when a suspect baby formula within five hours was pulled from Walmart's shelves out of precaution, there was no recall, out of precaution, pulled from store shelves within five hours. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And we're going to ask them, will you do the same for your pet food consumers as you do for your human food consumers? Mm -hmm. And in front of the cameras, ask them this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to me, if they can take precaution, take a precautionary action, for human food consumers, for babies, as they should have. They did a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: then it's time to do the same thing for their pet food mm-hmm. consumers. And so if, that's the the gist of it. Just yeah. to,
1: and if you have a sign, you know, I mean, I we're can't, We're going you know. to,
2: to come up with a long list of slogans to put on signs. Okay. We're going to provide everybody with a press release that mm-hmm. they can, download the press release, and mm-hmm. then send it to their local media. Mm-hmm. We're, as time goes mm-hmm. on here, we're going to have everything put together. Molly is even trying to get a T-shirt vendor to donate T-shirts mm. to this cause mm-hmm. so That's that, a... that we can put T-shirts on yeah. and everybody look alike. And in the middle of the, we'll let all the, the people get in the store, do their shopping first, and then we're going to go in and ask to speak to the manager yeah. when the manager really isn't going to want to be seeing us
1: right yeah um and a press release is a great idea susan because then you know it's a great way to you know even, the the point is that this this reaches the media right so it's not just Correct. it's not just yeah. the 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 impact of of the action directly in those conversations with the managers but it's also the media attention that that generates to further, want further the cause. We
2: response, do you care the, the same way you do about the safety of human products? Do you care an equal amount of the safety of the pet products sold in Walmart? Mm-hmm. We want their response to that question on film. Yeah. We want it in front of the media. Well, That's why we chose Black Friday, yeah. because the media is yeah. already there. Well, We're still f- going to send them a press release, but the media is already going to be there.
1: Yeah, and even better if they're looking for it. We are going to take a quick break. We'll come back with more with Susan Thixton, founder of TruthAboutPetFood.com. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. For more than 25 years, All the Best Pet Care has been helping people choose the best foods, treats, and toys for their dogs and cats. They are a locally owned family business bringing about little miracles every day by following the Mother Nature model of nutrition. Stop by to meet their adoption cats, schedule an anesthesia-free dental cleaning, or bring your dog to the toy testing area. Visit their new store in Edmonds next to the PCC and their expanded Redmond store in the Whole Foods Plaza. To learn more, go to allthebestpetcare.com or follow them on Facebook.
4: Who is Jopra? What is Jopra?
3: When is Jopra?
4: Joe Janot is the host of a brand new show called Jopra. Joe has been nicknamed Jopra by his friends and colleagues who find his advice and insight to be enlightening, just like a certain other talk show host of World Without. Born and raised in Seattle, independent-minded Joe Janot is bringing issues to the airwaves that make you ponder, laugh, and deliberate. The Jopra Show is about the ins and outs of food and drink, relationships, entertainment, and so much more. Get to know Jopra every Thursday at 2, right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Sí do you have legal questions? Need to know where to turn? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick your host of Northwest Legal Compass. Northwest Legal Compass will address your questions on a variety of legal topics, including estate planning, asset protection, real estate and business planning, and more. The legal and accounting staff of Gregrick & Associates are dedicated to providing you with superior legal and tax services. Their integrated counsel is geared to the achievement of your goals. Visit us on the web at rjglegal.com. Be sure and tune in every Friday at noon here on Alternative Talks. 1150.
1: This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog Behavior. Behavior Training and Nutrition Specialist www.sensitivedog.com
0: You're listening to Alternative Talk 1150 AM
1: Sing it Dolly That's some old Dolly Parton Well done Eric That was a treat Dolly well, knows. Something fishy is something definitely fishy going is on definitely with pet food, right? <laughs> We're back today with Susan Thixton, who's the founder of Truth PetFood.com. If you have missed any part of this interview or any of our past over 190 shows now, you can find them all archived on our website, DogRadioShow.com, and you can also find us on iTunes as a free audio podcast just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And we're also on Facebook. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Become a fan of The Dog Show with Julie Forbes and be part of the conversation in between our live shows every Wednesday at 2. Susan is also on Facebook, Truth About Pet Food. Highly recommend tapping into her resource to stay abreast of all of the pet food uh, industry news um, so that you can ultimately protect your pets. From this type of thing, because pets do die uh, as a result of this. <clears throat> there's a reason why a lot of people in the industry and a lot of um, pet owners are very fired up about this, and it's because it kills pets. So there's a good reason why I talk about pet foods so much. It's life or death. And I can't imagine. Having one of my dogs die as a result of a treat that I fed him or her, I I, I, don't, I don't even know what guilt I would do. That,
2: that people feel oh. is, I mean, you can hear it oh. in their voices when you talk to them. And I, I was there. That's how I got started on this path. Uh, was yeah. the dog food killed yeah. one of mine? Mm-hmm. And you do feel responsible. Okay. It's. It's just very heartbreaking, very, yeah. very heartbreaking. And it's something that changes you forever.
1: Mm-hmm. As it has you. And, and as a result of that, we have, you know, your great work that you do. Susan also has a book out that's a wonderful book if you're looking to kind of dig more into this and, and just get some more information about the industry. It's called Buyer Beware. And uh, you can order that um, on Amazon. Is that right, Susan? Yeah. So Susan Fixton, T-H-I-X-T-O-N, Buyer Beware. Great book about uh, about the pet food industry. And, um, you know, we've mentioned a few times in this show the 2007 Pet Food Recall that happened, the big one. And um, there's a book called Pet Food Politics that I read um, a few years back. And it was very interesting. Um Uh, almost like gripping drama because it takes you sort of step-by-step, hour-by-hour, the events that took place and how the companies responded, how individuals within companies responded. So you really get a behind-the-scenes of what happened with that. I thought it was very interesting and um, definitely empowered me with some more information about how things go down. So that was called uh, Pet Food Politics. So we were talking... um, Well, we've been talking in this show mostly about um, the processing or the sourcing um, that happens in China and the problems associated with that. And it's, you know, various now different examples of different things that that happen over there for the treatment of the food for always uh, dishonest reasons whether it be to pass something as a protein when it's not or to make meat heavier so that they can sell it for more, so they can make more money, or whether it be some sort of proven harmful process like irradiation, we talked about, um, to kill bacteria on food, to sterilize it essentially. All of these things are happening. One makes you question the quality of the ingredients in the first place. Why does it need to be, you know, zapped like this, you know, so sterilized. And then the other thing is you just can't trust anything that happens over there with with uh, regards to food and the processing. And so even when you know, owners of companies or are, are certain companies that that do send their fish, for example, to China for processing and the owners say but nothing, you know, I'm I'm speaking as the owner, you can quote me on this in writing. That that there's nothing added. There are no ingredients added that are Chinese. I you know how do you how do they know? How do they even know really what's happening? And that's the problem is that you don't know. And obviously through history we can't trust um, this. And I you know I, I just wait for the time when it just stops. We've we've got to just cut off from this. It's ridiculous because it's killing pets.
2: For for pet owners, I it is trust, just like what you were saying. And I always recommend people to ask a lot of questions,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, and, and how a company, a pet food company or pet treat company responds is very telling. I will ask, what is the country of origin of all ingredients? And 90% 90% of the time, they will email me back and say, oh, everything is U.S. except for lamb from New Zealand. And then you write back and go, well, what about vitamins and minerals? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, we, we have to source them from other countries. Mm-hmm. And you asked originally all ingredients. Right. So right there, if if they are already put just right in the door, if they're skirting Questions that brings up a caution flag to me, yeah, because it all is based on transparency, and transparency then can can provide consumer confidence. Yeah, so keep asking the questions. That yeah. that's very very important to do.
1: Yeah, and integrity is such an important thing. I mean, it it just is like, who are you that you think that this is like? How do you sleep at night? Yeah. You know, I mean, these these U.S. companies who just knowingly, you know, are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, and they sort of don't don't have to. They don't talk about it or they don't have to. But they know. I mean, I, I just don't I know.
2: I tell half of what I know. Yeah. I, I wish I could. I mean, I, I can't even begin to tell you how many times they have lied to me uh the fda even has lied to me to my face mm. but these pet food companies time and time again and then i catch them in the lie and ask them about it and oh no i'm sorry i was confused <laughs> right. you know it's yeah. it's it's sad yeah. very sad
1: yeah uh well uh susan thixton truthaboutpetfood.com is her website and uh, you can subscribe to her newsletter. I highly recommend that you tap into this resource. Um, find her on Facebook as well. And while you're on Facebook, be sure to find The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. If you've missed any part of this interview, you can listen on our website. All of our shows are archived online, dogradioshow.com, and also a free download from iTunes. Just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, and you can download us for free from iTunes as well. Um and so the, we've been talking today about the top two posts currently on truthaboutpetfood.com. Um, be sure to read more about them both and especially the Black Friday for Pets and, um, you know, participate in that. Uh, get a group together in your community and have a presence, you know, at Walmart on Black Friday. And- we can
2: do it. We can get Walmart to pull them off the store shelves. And no, we can't. Yeah. If we get enough people together, so we're going to need everybody's help. Talk about it on Facebook. Talk about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make some noise. That. Yeah. Make makes some noise. noise.
1: Yeah. And we're talking about the jerky treats, of course, if you're just tuning in, um, that are uh, 360 pets have died as a result of multiple different brands of jerky treats. And all these large companies are still carrying them and we want them pulled. Susan, thank you for your time today. Always a pleasure to have you have you on the show. Thank you for your work. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150.